Hey y'all, my name is Emily and you're listening to Coming Up Roses. Hi you all, welcome back to another episode of Coming Up Roses, the podcast. My name is Emily, I am your host, so thankful that you all are here today. Thanks so much for the love and support on the last episode. Today, we're going to be talking about, well, today's the birthday episode. Um, I'm recording this a little bit before my 24th birthday. And last year, I did 22 things I learned in 22. And I didn't want to do the same thing this year. So I decided this year to do the 23 best things that happened to me in my 23rd year of life. So similar to last year, I'm just going to kind of rattle these off, not give a ton of explanation, um, just to share like, you know, kind of a recap of the year because it's been a crazy year. It started, my list started chronological as I was writing it, and then it slowly became just like random thoughts. So I kind of just want to share them, maybe mention them a little bit, explain them a little bit, talk about them a little bit, um, lead you to other episodes if you'd like to hear more. But otherwise, it's going to be short and sweet and just kind of a show of gratitude and a look forward to everything that's going to come in 24. First best thing that happened to me is on my 23rd birthday, I had a huge birthday party with a big mashup of friend groups. It's something that I wasn't good at in college. Like I kept my friend groups very separate and that was the first time I just kind of blindly jumped into the meshing of friend groups. I think in this season of life, I have less friends than I did in college. Um... I've really narrowed it down to the people who I want to be around every single day. Um, I'm so thankful for that, honestly. It's a huge, huge area of growth for me as someone who's like a people pleaser and um, a huge empath. So it's also was very good to like start off my 23rd year of life like that, like being very picky about my friends, but also like bringing my people together because you know, post-grad is hard, early 20s is hard, and now all those people are in my corner. Second thing is that for the first time, I choreographed a piece post-graduation. My degree is in performance and choreography, um, but I obviously have the performance part. I have a performing job, but I hadn't done much choreography, and I was hired by a senior at UMKC to do her solo. I was super proud of that work, proud of the process. It was really awesome. And I was so thankful just to exercise that creative muscle again because I did it so much in college and then immediately stopped after I presented my senior capstone. Choreography is something I would like to continue working on, growing in, taking on more jobs with choreography. Um, I think I'm at a dance studio now that might give me some space to do more of that. Um, I'm going to try to put myself out there for those sorts of opportunities, but 
yeah, after I choreographed that solo, I just started like applying for different like choreography things, didn't get any of them, but I was just really proud of myself for like having the confidence in my work as a choreographer um, because I consider myself a performer first. Third thing, I performed for the first time as a professional dancer. Um, I was supposed to perform in a show in September. I got COVID. I got to perform in December. It was amazing. I had such a good experience um, doing the same show again this year. One of the things I love about my company, it's repertory. So same thing, same part, but so thankful for that experience. Learned so much, grew so much, and I'm so excited to continue performing. Another thing kind of in the same vein is I performed at the Kaufman Center for the first time. This is a huge deal to me because I had performed at the Kaufman Center. Um, so back up. The Kaufman Center is a huge performance space in Kansas City. It's beautiful, like the best of the best perform there. And there's two halls. Um, one is the main hall where you might see like a dance performance or something like that. And then there's the symphony hall, which is Hellsberg Hall. And I performed in Hellsberg Hall for my university which was still an amazing experience, but the Kansas City Ballet performs in the dance hall. And so I saw Kansas City Ballet perform there when I was pretty young, um, like in early or late middle school, maybe early high school, and decided right then and there that I wanted to be a professional dancer in some capacity. Um, and then I, you know, backed off that, went back to my senior year. So I got to perform at the Kaufman Center in February for a show my company does. It's at the Kaufman every year. And like taking warm-up ballet class on that stage like changed my life. And getting to perform, it was such an incredible experience and something that I'll never forget because it was a dream fully realized for the first time. Another thing that happened to me this year is I feel like I finally found, this is not like a life event at all. I just feel like I kind of finally found my like fashion niche. Like I go shopping now and I'm like, oh yeah, this is my style. Um, Very neutrals based, lots of athletic wear, but I feel like it's finally starting to make sense in my brain. I saw Vance Joy perform a one night only show. That was something that I was like, honestly so excited about. Vance Joy is my favorite artist and has been since I was like 16. And he did like two concerts in the US, one in New York, one in Nashville. And I was like at rehearsal and he randomly announced it. And I was like, oh, I'll try to get tickets. And I somehow got two tickets, which I'm still like, oh my gosh, how did I manage to get two of them? But I'm also like, I think about this when I'm reflecting about this past year, because for the first time in my life, I had that kind of disposable income. The tickets actually weren't that expensive because it was like a pre-sale of a pre-sale of these like one night onlys. Um, and I had a special code, you know, all those things. But I was still so just like proud of myself for like having the disposable income to do things like that. Like I've worked really hard. I've like finally learned how to manage my money I feel like and I was able to buy those tickets and then like make this trip happen um 
But yeah, it was like the most amazing concert ever. I think if you ever had the opportunity to go see a like specialty show by your favorite artist, like drop what you're doing and go because the people in the room like wanted to be there. This is their favorite artist. So it made it really special. I feel like this past year, something really awesome is like the time I spent with my friends, although it wasn't as much as I would have liked, I feel like I really spent quality time with people and the time I did spend like I made sure that it was special and I carved out space for it and I was just really really happy about that I got engaged this year of course not going to talk about it too much I have a whole episode on getting engaged but that's pretty amazing I went on some amazing trips. I went to Nashville, which I have a whole episode on. That's where I saw Vance Joy do the one night only. Nashville is super fun. Um, Don't know if I would go back unless I was going for a concert, but I've got great recaps on that episode. I went to Charlotte in December. I went with my then boyfriend for Christmas. That was the first trip that we took as like big boys and girls, like had to get on a plane had to use, like, this is post-graduation, and so, because we had been before to, like, Branson on a little, like, long weekend thing during COVID, but this was, like, we're saving up money, we're buying plane tickets, we're buying MBA tickets, we have to figure out how to get to the airport, like, those types of things, that was the first, like, big kid trip we took, I feel like, um, And then we were in a city that neither of us had been, I'd been to Charlotte once when I was very little. So neither of us had like been there before. And so we were just kind of like doing the thing. Anyways, all that to say that like, I just had a really good time, but I also feel like it was a good test of our relationship because we had to like plan this whole trip and save up enough money for the first time really. And it ended up being a really awesome time. I went to Wyoming this summer. Wyoming is one of my most favorite places in the whole wide world. I went to Wyoming two days after I got engaged. We're going back this summer. It was awesome. I also went to Oregon. I went to Oregon with my fiance for his aunt's wedding. It was a really cool trip. Um, I got really close to his family on that trip, which was great because um, I haven't spent a lot of time with his family in our relationship and made me really excited to become one big family and for our wedding. My best friend got married. Um, I talked about her wedding briefly in my How to Be the Best Maid of Honor podcast, but having your best friend get married is just so special, and it's such a fun season to be in. And so um, she got engaged last November, was married this October. It was amazing. Another concert I went to was Tally the Creator. Super fun, super random, impulse buy for sure. I also went to Dallas um, with my family, and then I went to Dallas again on a bachelorette trip, and I think, like, the whole purpose of me talking about and, like, reflecting on these concerts and these trips I went on is, like, I feel so fortunate to have, A, a job that allows me to just, like, go on lots of trips, and I don't have to get approved PTO. I just say, like, hey, I won't be here these days, so I'm super thankful for that, Um, but also just, like, that I'm at a point in my life where I'm able to financially take these kinds of trips, like go on bachelorette parties. Oh yeah, sure. Let's go do this thing. Like, um, being a 
professional dancer and a Pilates instructor, I'm not raking it in, but I've like, it's forced me to become very smart about my money and just like very conscious of like the things I spend my money on and like travel and spending time with friends is always something I'm willing to spend on. So that's been a great part overall of this year. So yeah, Dallas was super cool. I love it. I put myself out there this year for a new teaching job and I got it. I had been, I worked at a dance studio and I, unfortunately the dance studio was closing permanently. um, And I was thinking about stepping away from teaching dance and I decided to just put myself out there ask if they had any openings and they actually gave me a huge amount of classes. It's been an amazing experience and I'm really excited about what's to come in that area of my life because I thought I could live without it and I couldn't. I stood up for myself this year at a job I've had for a really long time. It's one of my longest jobs I've had since living here in Kansas City and I stood up for myself and left it. Um, I loved my time working at my campus's recreation center. It served me so well when I was in college. And then when I got my full complete Pilates certification, it felt like, you know, the pay wasn't as good as other places I was working. The time I spent, the communication, just like some little things were starting to add up. And then I wasn't given a class this year because my schedule didn't match up. And it was it was just like a sign from the Lord that like, it's time to let this go. And I have quit jobs being like, oh, I hated this job. Like the job at the restaurant, I was like, I'm just never gonna go back. Or like, you know, oh, I moved away or whatever. But um, this was the first job that I was like, wow, this is a, a chapter of my life that's closing because I worked here for so long. Um, but it, I mean, it was growth. I stood up for myself. I wanted better pay, different hours, and they weren't able to offer that, and that was totally okay. No hard feelings at all. This year, I feel like I tried so many new restaurants and just, like, places in Kansas City I've always wanted to go. I feel like um, Toby, my fiance, and I have really been trying to, like, get out of our, like, routine and try new stuff, which has just been really fun, something I've always wanted to do. But speaking of Kansas City, I love Kansas City, but I have made my peace about potentially moving. Um, my fiance wants to go to grad school. We only signed an 11-month lease. Um, I'm interested in dancing elsewhere, potentially. So I've, I've fallen in love with Kansas City, and I've been very attached to it. And I feel like over this year, I've made my peace about potentially leaving someday. This year, I started working more on my side hustles. I consider my main hustles to be teaching dance, teaching Pilates, and uh, dancing professionally. But this podcast is a side hustle that I feel like I don't dedicate enough time to. Every day, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, the podcast. And I work on it for about five minutes, and then I just leave it be. But this year... I've spent some time watching webinars from Anchor, who is my host platform. I've used a ton of resources that Spotify and Anchor, because Spotify now owns Anchor, um, used a ton of resources that they've provided. I've 
every single time I get rejected, I just reapply for the um, editorial consideration for Spotify. I go to workshops. Like I'm really just trying to grow this. I'm trying to grow my own brand, like my own networking and just like pushing myself out there for choreography opportunities and guesting opportunities, things like that. So I feel like I was really good at that in college. In my first year post-grad, I was trying to just get my bearings and now I'm ready for like whatever opportunities are out there for me. This year, I also worked on making new friends, um, allowing myself to be open to uncomfortable situations in order to make new friends. And I've gotten really close to some people that I never would have expected to um, this past year. And it's just been really special. And kind of speaking on opportunities I feel like I've really put myself out there for extra work like just being trying to be more available in a way that's really healthy like I feel like my work-life balance is really good right now I'm able to say no when I need to but stepping up being like you know what I've never subbed that class before but I'll try subbing that class yeah let's like teach me how to teach this class or okay like yeah, I'll try out this private client one time. I have extra availability. Like, just opening myself up to, like, going the extra mile. I think oftentimes I was doing that in a way that was, like, I'm going to quietly behind the scenes go the extra mile. And that worked for me for a while, but it quickly led to burnout. And so instead of, like, putting myself through the extra work unprompted, I'm making myself, like, available. Whenever my dance company is off on breaks, I just set my availability at my Pilates job so like super open. And they're like, hey, do you want to try working with this client who has like this very specific need? And it's like, yeah, I'm available at that time. I'm not going to volunteer myself or try to like fill my schedule. I'm just going to wait and like allow those different things to come in because instead of me just like, I'm grinding behind the scenes, but instead of me grinding behind the scenes and it becoming the expectation, I'm just available. And when I do the extra work, it's noticed. The last thing I think that has just been so great, one of the best things to happen this year is I finally have admitted that like I need mental health resources and help. Um, Toby and I are doing premarital counseling, not because we have major drastic horrible problems, but the opposite. We want to not have major horrible drastic problems. Um, and I think it's been really good for me as well. I'm always so resistant to counseling. Like I don't have time, I don't have money, but this year like doing it with my fiance has is just like going to really change I think my perspective on needing help and I've been much better at like taking time like mental health days i've found subs specifically just to take a mental health day i've been like you can you teach my classes i just like can't i've done a really good job of like finding sabbath even when i can't take a day off like yesterday i just i was feeling really overwhelmed it was an election day i was just feeling heavy and so i let myself sleep in got myself starbucks I went to rehearsal, I went to work in the evening, but I didn't do anything productive all day. I just let myself like veg on the couch and watch TV and like fold my laundry and didn't lesson plan, didn't clean. Like I just let myself be still and it was so, 
so needed. And so I think I'm still working on like removing the shame from like needing help and needing time off and needing resources. And I think honestly getting married is going to be so good for that because asking for help is like a way to like stay in the relationship and keep the relationship healthy. And I of course want a super awesome marriage. And so I can't just like muscle my way through it. But yeah, kind of rambly, kind of random. Just wanted to talk about the 23 best things that happened to me this year. I'm super excited to see what 24 has and all the different things. I'll be getting married. I will be moving. We'll see what else happens. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, feel free to rate and review us. Five stars is always preferred. Um, You can do that right in the Spotify platform, or you can head to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. As always, wherever and whatever you're listening, I hope you're having a great one. Love y'all.